0: hello everyone and welcome to the manifesting gaia podcast my name is gaia and i just want to say thank you for tuning in today hello everyone and welcome or welcome back to the manifesting gaia podcast your source for all things spiritual and all things debunking so you can live your most optimal life every time i go to edit an episode and i hear the intro of me saying Hello everyone, <laughs> I sound like a zombie that has strep, so I apologize. Um, but if you're listening to this show on Spotify or any podcasting platform that you can give the show five stars, please do so and follow the show. Um, and all my social medias are at manifesting guy, and my YouTube channel is at manifest it And today we're gonna be talking about detachment. Also, tomorrow is my birthday. And my birthday is my favorite day of the year, so I just thought I'd share. Um, Currently out of the country, and I'm really, really happy about that. But, um, yeah. (laughs) So, anyways, for the past six months, I've been working really hard on establishing detachment in my life. And it's been going really, really well. Um, And now that I'm consciously doing it, I've come to realize that it's required of me more often than I realize like up to multiple times a week and sometimes even multiple days in a row i like have to tell myself to detach from things um that's just that's just because i often get attached to things because my attachment style i don't want to affirm in the present but it wasn't always the healthiest um whether that be my attachment to circumstances outcomes falling out grudges broken promises etc um but it's definitely improving and every living being is born with attachment. Like we, it's in our genetics, DNA, biology, whatever, to have attachment to things. Um, even when people are like, "I'm heartless. I don't get attached. Like I'll turn on you and not even care." Like you still have attachment. You're just numb and trying to dissociate, which we're gonna get into later in this episode. But there's just that's just a whole lot of hurt and sadness behind anybody who acts and thinks like that um now how we attach and how healthy our attachment styles are um is by no surprise programmed in our childhood and our immediate guardians and envi- and the environment we grew up in are responsible for our attachment styles today but the good news is it can all be rewired So to me, detachment and surrendering are just other ways of saying being present. Um, And attachment and non-surrender come when we are not willing to accept the present moment for what it is. When we talk about attachment, we often link it to the past. But I think you can just be as easily attached to the future. So like Eckhart Tolle says in The Power of Now, we become attached to our futures when we let ourselves believe that there is hope of salvation in it. You become engulfed in the future when your present isn't satisfactory enough to your ego so think about it i would say a majority of us get attached to our future as much as our past like the same amount how many people do you know have certain age where they want to get married and have kids or a certain school they want to go to or even when we manifest i see so many people set like timelines and create their own time crunches for when they should be receiving their desires and when they don't um, and when those things don't happen, we find it hard to let go. So when someone dies, whether in a literal sense or an expressive way, kind of like a breakup, um, for example, so many people can't let it go. Even if it's inevitable, we are just so attached. And ever since I've been bettering detachment in my life, I've accepted death in the literal sense, um, especially the death of other people. So even when people physically leave this plane, we are so deeply affected. And I'm in no way trying to tell people to suppress or not feel their emotions or promote toxic positivity. I 100% will always say, feel your feelings, cry as much as you can. Every time you need to cry, cry. Allow yourself the time you need to grieve. Don't ever put a time limit on your healing and how you should be feeling. But for the most part, following the initial shock is only attachment that's left. I don't know how to explain what detachment feels like, Um, it does not feel like disassociating. Um, It's not feeling numb or indifferent. It's more like an understanding. It's a peaceful understanding and it doesn't require any thought or planning or energy. It's just like, okay, that's the way it goes. In this moment, I don't have a single problem though. No one needs me. No one's pulling me out of the moment. It's perfect and if you learn to do that with every moment soon it will become routine and you'll naturally not attach to people or situations so let's take a romantic breakup for example you know when you're grieving and when you're just attached the grieving process is very releasing because it's present when you're grieving you have to be present you have to be focused on the feelings to be in that state of feeling but being attached It can feel like, okay, I don't even want you, but I can't stop thinking about you. Or I don't want to want you, but I feel like I need you. And you're aware of your true feelings about the situation, but you can't get from where you are to where you want to be. So how do you ground yourself in what actually is? You have to accept the present moment. If you're attached to what could have been, you're obviously not accepting to what is. The thing is, people let their mind control them, and they'd rather sit in a fake scenario of past memories or where they wish they were, rather than say, "No, no, it's done. I'm moving on." And I know, like, I'm not trying to sign. I'm not trying to sound unempathetic. I'm the most, or not unempathic. What is the difference between empathetic and empathic? I use them, so I switch them out because to me, they're the same thing. But. What I'm trying to say is I've been attached and I've been attached bad for like months to year, like a year on end. Um, I think what was worse than being attached was the feeling of the attachment coming on. So I, I would always see this one post like back in like 20, I don't even know. I just, I see it from time to time, but it said, it always says it was like, I know when you leave, it's going to hurt so bad. And there's so much to unpack right there, because the main thing, though, is confidence. I know a big controversial idea is you have to love yourself before you can love somebody else. And I talked talk about this, that a little bit on my self-love episode. But now that I'm looking at it, that's a personal choice. Um, I don't love myself so that when it comes time for a partner, I'm good. That's just a bonus of loving myself. Like Me loving myself makes my relationship better. Like That's a bonus, but that's not why I do it. I do it because I love loving myself and I love putting myself first. And it feels good waking up and loving who I am. Loving who I am and loving the body I'm in. Why would you wait? Why would I wait for someone else to do that for me? And even if they did love me more than I love myself, it's like that vibration doesn't just transfer like I feel like a lot of people are looking to be saved by someone else and loved by someone else and it's just like just because they love you you can ask anybody who went into a relationship absolutely hating themselves and it's like maybe it made it a little bit better but overall another person can't change how you feel about yourself but I do think that you should be confident before you love someone so I saw something about this motivational speaker and I'm going to try to find him and put his name in the show notes because he always pops up on my YouTube shorts. But he said your main goal shouldn't be making sure your partner's loyal, making sure they aren't cheating on you. And he was like, you should be so confident in yourself that regardless of what they do or don't do, you'll be okay. And if they do cheat, you'll be good enough to walk away. And handle it on your own. And I love that. Because we get so attached. We get attached because we want control. If someone physically dies. We are attached because it's hard for us to grasp. It's hard for the mind to grasp. That we don't have control over a, a situation. Someone cheats and leaves. We're stuck up on them. Because one. We were never prepared or saw it coming. And two. It was out of our control. And when I say we weren't prepared. I'm not saying to prepare for laws. Prepare for cheating. Like. Not actually keeping what it is you have, but or upkeeping it, but get rid of the idea that what you have is yours. Nothing is yours except for you, not your partner, not your job, not your car. You can lose all those things and within 10 minutes. When you die, you are not taking any of it with you, the only thing you're taking with you is you. So when you're in a confident knowing, that nothing is actually mine but me so if that's the case i'm going to nurture myself and my mind and my soul and i'm going to take whatever come whatever comes as it comes and appreciate whatever stays and let whatever goes to go you won't ever suffer with attachment and i know it is so much easier said than done obviously it's going to take a lot of practice patience and persistence so start with the small things So, if you put something on Instagram and it gets less thoughts, but if it gets less likes than you thought, detach and get confident in the fact that that was the bomb picture. You look fire and you don't need other people to validate that for you because you already know that yourself. And with that being said, that is all I have for you guys today. This is a shorter episode than I anticipated, but I mean, I got all my points across and yeah. Anyways, you can have anything you want in this freaking universe. Nothing's too big, small, wide, or expensive. I believe in you. You should believe in you. Thank you for joining me today, and I'll see you next week. Mwah. Bye.